<sighs> um, what were we talking about? How's it going, A? It's going okay. Excellent. Hold on. Let's do a Bob Doug McKenzie uh, callback. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I have I have today and tomorrow off, so I, it's a rare weekend, and uh, I just did nine days in a row to get this to this point. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yes. so you get to a two-day two yeah. weekend. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, on the I, weekend. Yeah. My, my knee is generally on fire <laughs> mm. when I walk around, so... Um, apparently, I need to rest up. You need um, to you need to wear one of those um, Shaquille O'Neal icy hot patches. The well, somebody TV said, tells me are, are good. You, somebody at work said, "Well, are you wrapping it?" And I said, "No." <laughs> <laughs> so um, I should probably be doing things. Um, I need to take yeah. advantage of the health insurance that I pay for every paycheck and mm-hmm. make an appointment to see a a medical professional. Any, yeah. An orthopedic surgeon. No, that's too too. Not I mean, that, that's possible, and maybe they'll <laughs> recommend some point. such a thing. But um, yeah. I really would like to get back to a place where uh, I don't know. I can sort of <laughs> jump a, a mm-hmm. foot or so in the air and, and mm-hmm. land without fear that I'm going to feel like somebody stabbed me in the side of the knee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't but think fit. I would be one of those dudes that had an ACL issue. You know, mm-hmm. well, you know, from all that football in high school, my knees are shot. <laughs> um, but while I didn't play any sports, I I was always active outside, um, and we, you know, put quite a lot of wear and tear on our knees. I would say, probably yep. not yep. not in a not in a dangerous um, or chronic way that you would if you played sports. I would say, but um, but yeah, I guess uh, I guess it added up. Over time, I suppose, and in a, a um, you've been in a, a job where you're on your feet a lot, most of the yeah. most of the days, well, so. literally every hour of every shift mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. for the last um, ten years. Yeah, almost. Yeah, almost. That takes its toll. Mm-hmm. I think my my knees may be strengthening. I was really starting to feel it at the beginning of the school year because mm-hmm. uh, you're up and down a lot with the, uh, especially with kindergarten, first grade. Right. Yeah, I'm sitting crisscross applesauce with those little kids. Huh. Yeah. Crisscross applesauce on your bottom, please. <laughs> I would have thought you would stand for most of the day, but yeah, I guess that's... Uh, just standing is one thing, but getting up and down and up and down sure. is the is the more strenuous uh-huh. uh, activity with the knees. Yeah. So, um, so now I, fairly often I have a chair right. and I'll I'll be right there in front of me in a chair, but uh, yeah, I I was feeling the feeling the knees yeah. uh, for there. But I think it's um, I don't know maybe since I switched to to more chair time, I haven't been straining them as much. But also right. uh, I did. Oh, actually, I, you know what? Now that I'm talking this through, I think the the number one thing was losing weight. Nah, so I lost yes. maybe 20 pounds since the beginning of the year. Yeah. So the beginning of the school year. So eight months. Uh, uh, eight months? No. Yeah. Do we do we want to Six link months. the video that one of your one of your students did <laughs> of you doing? doing Probably uh, not. <laughs> right. Yes. You did a little. Um, you did a little uh, flossing in class. So uh, uh, between yeah, classes, yeah. It, it, it was actually after school. Okay. Um, it was right after my last class. Post-class. I was playing. Yeah. Yeah. I was playing. Um, what turns out to be this will evolve into my music share, mm-hmm. because in two days, <laughs> it is 
President's Day. Okay, we were just talking about this. So Washington's birthday is mm-hmm. become President's Day itself. So uh, Lincoln Washington and Washington were combined into Washington's birthday. Is that true? No. No. Uh, wait, what? No, I don't think so. I don't I know. Thought On they the were... calendar, it says Washington's birthday on Monday. Oh, no, 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 no. It's Washington's it, birthday. Yeah, but it says since the Uniform Federal Holidays Act of 1971, yeah. its observance can occur between February 15th and February 21st. Right. Inclusive. So uh, it's the third Monday of February. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Lincoln's is the 12th. Washington's is the 22nd. They split mm-hmm. the difference, you know, yeah. as best they could by being right. consistent with a, a third, you know, yeah, a, it was a specific Monday day of the week mm-hmm. in a month. Yeah. That's yeah, not, that's not bad. Uh, that's not bad. Yeah. Because everybody wants a three-day weekend. <laughs> yes, so, they do. Apparently. Yeah. Uh, not going to get a Monday off. Uh, I mean, yeah, a Wednesday all, off. All you white collar workers, just, uh, you're the, you're the default. Mm-hmm. Those of us who are in retail or, um, alternative careers, uh, <laughs> don't have any say whatsoever in what gets uh, considered a holiday. Well, I don't know that I, how much say I had in it. I just... Uh... Well, collectively. Oh, oh, I see. The collective we yes. who are... The, the royal we, man. The, qu- if you the quote unquote professionals, the white color masses. Yeah. We dropped off the damn money. We! I! The royal we. Cool. Okay, so um, what's the deal with? Uh, oh, my music share. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Slide yeah, I was right thinking in. that we we, we kind of split the difference between uh, between the two presidents' birthdays. Yeah. Uh, so Monday is President's Day. Right. And um, you you put me hip to some Perry Grip. <laughs> I did. And, <laughs> Nicely uh, rhymed. Well done. He <laughs> he is fantastic. Yeah. There is uh, just uh, usually a plethora. Usually. Uh, there oh, was man. a period there where every freaking song had to have a little what do you call it when in the middle of the song you break for a little spoken word section oh where it was spoken word break yeah there would be a there would be an amazing intro and then a cool verse and then yeah when i Mm -hmm. first saw you blah 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 and then (laughs) it became okay this tedious thing every single song had that in it ah for for months and then years (sighs) and it was just Oh dear! And yeah, I, I could hardly listen to it for being triggered. Oh, that's for, why. From that. Hey, I didn't think about it. You know, he did um, the the theme song from Storybots, and uh, that has quite a few of those types of things okay. in them. Yeah, and I don't like those. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think well, he eventually a little realized bit. that it was getting old. And yeah. Lately, I haven't heard it. He stopped. He stopped doing it. it seems. So mm. I was very. I'm very gratified when I hear a song of his that doesn't have such a a trope in it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that's good to know that it was uh, <laughs> not permanent. Mm-mm. Yeah, he's got so many, so many good ones. So I yeah. kind of went a little crazy in in my classes and okay. and really played a lot of Perry Grip re- yeah, good recently. For you. But hey, whatever gets him singing and, and dancing. Indeed, uh, I, I'm all for it. Specifically, I played, though, I played uh, "Get Up." It's President's Day <laughs> many, many times this past week <laughs> right. because I only see him once a week, and so therefore, okay. you know, I had to get it in before. For President's Day, and mm-hmm. uh, so I was playing it for my last class, and I just, as the kids were leaving, I played it again. And some of the, uh, some of my other students that weren't in my last class were, you know, walking by the door, and came in, <laughs> and I, I was sort of dancing and grooving to it, yeah, because um, because my last class kids were, you know, somewhat embarrassed by that, and <laughs> I so I imagine. just went on, I just, f- just went. 
full on. <laughs> I said, I'm in for a penny, in for a pound. But I'm I just went happy for to it. see that the band room as gathering place is a is a, a continuing tradition. That's nice. Yeah, to see. yeah, it's it's mm-hmm, it's becoming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so for, then the phones came out. For all the music nerds, that is a place of refuge and yeah. uh, apparently always has been. Yeah, everywhere you go, it's always mm-hmm. the same. I yeah. show up to some, some other school to see some, you know, I've got to meet with some teacher or, or drop off some music or pick up some music or whatever. Right. It's the same. There's always some kid or, or group of kids just hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so the phones came out, a video started to be recorded, and I said, what the hell? <laughs> I'm still going to do it. Uh-huh. You know, my, my inner voice was, was yelling at me, ooh, ooh, better stop, better stop, here's the video. You don't want that? No, I said, okay. For once, I just <laughs> just went for it. And then at the end, I was like, oh, crap, he's definitely going to post that on YouTube. <laughs> um, so I just went over and I figured I'd be okay with it, but at least I could tell him, please don't use my name yeah. <laughs> on there and spell President's Day and capitalize it correctly. Right. So I helped him with that. Yes. Two presidents, so. multiple presidents, therefore no yeah. apostrophe. Now, and it's not their day. It's just the day of them. So uh, apostrophe on the outside of the S either. Hmm, right. It is just right, right, right. the day of presidents. Good point. Mm-hmm. Valid. Well, what does that sound like? Pre- what does that sound, and that's been, sound like? What? Oh, I thought we already did the clip. Oh, well, maybe we did. So here's what that sound sounds like. <laughs> Get up! President's Day, everybody party and celebrate. Get up, 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 up. get up, 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 get up. Out, President's Day, everybody party and celebrate. Get up, 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 up. get up, 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 up. Everybody shout Washington, Washington, Lincoln, Lincoln. It's your right to party. Get up, get up, eat a hot dog. Freedom. Everybody shout Washington, Washington, Lincoln, Lincoln. It's your right to party. Get up. And there's a, you know, a happy, you should look it up, peoples, uh, yeah. if you if you liked that. <laughs> it's yeah. got a really happy uh, cartoon, George Washington and, and uh, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, which all uh, of his songs now do. Mm-hmm. But yeah. not, not cartoon not, presidents. No, just, no, no, uh, but happy, cartoony. Uh, happy, uh, yeah. happy tunes. Happy, yeah. peppy people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's my music share nice. for the for the for the show. All right. You wanted to talk <laughs> about the um the deafness study also though. Yeah, that was very interesting too. Um the tone deafness right. study, that is. Tone deafness. Uh, that that's yes, exactly. Sorry. The Harvard what is it called? The Harvard Music Lab, I okay. believe. Uh anyway, it's the Department of Music, but it's also uh I, I would assume tied to their uh neurobiology studies. Yeah. Um they do numerous uh, studies all the time. Right. Um, hey, they're recruiting 12-year-old to 2-year-olds um, for um, sound stimuli research, mm-hmm. but you have to take them to Harvard. So, <laughs> yes. 
There is free parking, but that probably wouldn't make up for the plane ticket. It's a subsection of the Department of Psychology at Harvard. Ah, okay. All right. The music music lab. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, not the Department of Music, but the Department of Psychology. Hmm. Um, so that's kind of neat. It, and they had some several little um, little mm. games that you could listen to, and right. I, uh, the world music one. A couple of those were pretty curious and uh, and fun. Um, but this particular one that we did that you linked to me um, mm-hmm. was a study in are basically are you tone deaf? But also I think they're trying to discern how uh, how close people can uh, discern music based on their experiences. And there's some questions in there about your background, just very basic um, amounts of music knowledge that you have. Um, and then it just plays a, a, a kind of a test three tones and then another tone that either goes up or down to varying scale degrees. And you have to decide if it goes, if it went up or if it went down and how fast you can decide that is part of it as well. So you just like tap the up button or tap the down button when you hear it. And there were a couple in there that were really, really close together. Yeah. Um, so I missed one because I hit the wrong button mm-hmm. accidentally. Mm-hmm. I was just, I was more interested in speed than, than uh, looking at what button to push. Yeah. And then the, that was the first one. And then, then I missed one more that was just too close for me to discern. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Did you way. listen on headphones? Yes. Okay. I did not. So I mm. missed, I missed two and I feel pretty confident. I may do it again. I feel pretty mm-hmm. confident that if I had headphones on, I might be able to discern the, the slight variation in frequency. I would have definitely gotten the, the one right mm-hmm. that I hit the wrong button on. I, I knew I hit it right when I did it. I was like, oh, crap. I didn't mean to hit that. I just was yeah. pushing something because right. it was time to push something. <laughs> yes. uh, after that, I, I waited you know, just, just long enough to actually get the, <laughs> get the one I meant to push. But the other one, yeah, I, there's, I couldn't tell. It was so close together, I, I couldn't hear the difference. So, or at that particular time, but I got even. It, but similar. but still, at that, it puts you in a very high percentile for discerning, yeah, it was, discerning tone. Yeah, it was like ninety-three point something percent yeah. tile um, in there, and so which is yeah. very gratifying in your position. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Whoo! <laughs> yes. You mean I've been wrong this whole time? Right. Why didn't somebody tell me? Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good time. Um, I don't know if I can. L- I don't know if I can record the actual <laughs> the difference in tones. If I mm. if I can, I'll put it here. Otherwise, right. um, I'll link it in the show notes. Yeah, and it's a short. It's like five minutes if you're uh, yeah. a slow reader. Right. Um, you know, some of that they, yeah, they very short. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nifty. Well, I also have a music chair, and mm-hmm. actually, I have two of them. Um, so, uh, Heffervescent is a sort of gnome de plume. We, we did this last week, right? Gnome de tone. Yeah, yep. uh, yeah. a, a pseudonym of um, a musician named Andy Doran, who is a British, uh, he used to be a graphic designer. I don't know what he does now. Hmm. But he started, uh, he was in a band named Monkey Land. I don't know if that was before or after he did this, but this is his sort of side project for everything else that he does. Ah. Um, but uh, there, he's, he's made 12 albums over the years since 2002 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I've been going a long time. I discovered him in 05, I want to say, ish. Wow. Uh, third album, second album, or third album. Uh-huh. But uh, very enjoyable, nothing uh, crazy or radical, just uh, sort of pop rock tunes. And his thing is um, there's a lot of environmental concerns in the songs. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So he he goes from that to uh, science fictiony things to um, relationship issues, uh-huh. and all that mixed together is is effervescent. So yeah, sort of like Jonathan Colton in that yeah, same sort of vein. People would put bit, him in there. Put not them in there as together. much humor, not as jokey mm-hmm. as Jonathan Colton. Jonathan Colton's right, okay. songs are often funny, mm-hmm. and effervescent has. He's got clever tunes, but not as not as um, not as funny as as Jonathan Colton. Mm-hmm. But still, uh, just released an album at the end of December. I think it was the 29th of December that the latest album came out, and that was called "Excuses for the Common Man." Mm-hmm. Most every track is is decent. Uh, some are very good, um, but the most fun track is this uh, <laughs> science fiction the song called "Destination Altair," which sounds like this. time that like could it. have been written by <laughs> almost could have been written by jonathan colton sure mm-hmm. yeah i like it quite a bit yeah it's a good it's um, a good uh is a good uh he's a good lyricist yes um but also writes a good tune yeah uh and this is a little atypical of his normal uh, uh sort of uh, softer stuff um mm-hmm. this is a bit more bouncy than his, his usual one right. his usual stuff but still quite good yeah. So um, that came out last year, but I didn't get a chance to listen to it till this week. Hmm. So um, it's still, I, it's I, I would almost rather put it in the 2019 playlist, but uh, technically it's 2018. What did come out a week or maybe two ago is Kinski's new album. And Kinski is a band that I, I didn't know at all, but Spotify thought I would like. Mm-hmm. So they threw it at me in my release radar for some reason. And, well, when you, uh, it, yeah. That some, speaking of you not knowing them at all, um, mm-hmm. when you, uh, you you sent me the the link to listen to before the show, and and I commented it's got nine views <laughs> on uh, on YouTube. Yeah. Obviously, on Spotify would have more. You know, if they're if they're promoting themselves uh, there more often. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Very very little known, uh, little known band. Yeah, they're they're. Um, I think they've got like what is it, thirty thousand ish monthly listens, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, but most of their stuff is not is not very heavily listened to. If you like, like because got... it sounds like this. Oh wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to say something about it before then, because Go. Um, <laughs> with, the thing about this band is they have a lot of it's it's. How did I want to describe it? It's as if. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins and 
Uh, no, I can't remember. Somebody else <laughs> had a child band. Hey, and, we're, and a, we're on a theme now. And all the ego. <laughs> <laughs> so if it was just uh, the hook of a Smashing Pumpkins song and you take Billy Corgan out of it, that's kind of right. its band. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's also, you know, like long tracks. Yeah. The seven. There's a, there, there's a minimalist component to the structure. Indeed, yes. Like five to eight minutes-ish of... Uh, Kind of almost droning, but not mm-hmm. not quite that monotonous. Uh, but a but a very minimalist set of musical ideas per song, yeah. and they just yeah. you know sort of go with it and you know run it over and over, uh, trance like in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at a certain point, it may shift <laughs> and and just explode. There you go. There you go. So um, yeah, certainly did. Uh, <laughs> underneath all that, uh, yeah, I, I really, really enjoy this. They're, they're, the album's mm. called "Be Gentle with the Warm Turtle," and I will, uh, I'll link it in the show notes. I like the the intro outro segments mm-hmm. a lot when it gets into the hard driving stuff. <laughs> um, I I might give it another listen just to see because uh, sometimes that you yeah. know that first impression turns maybe. me off but maybe um, but listen to a couple of other tracks on the album and you'll get an mm-hmm. idea of if, if you would potentially like them or not yeah yeah because I like every, the mm-hmm. I picked a I picked a share that would be a little you know uh, specific for the for what I wanted to, to tell to talk about but uh, yeah. other ones are just you know they're just hard rock stuff for the whole song yeah. basically uh, mm. or just soft things for the whole song but um, ah, it's not all the bell curve style. Yeah, no. Nah. Structure, I mean. Correct. Yeah, I, I, it's like I like that. I like it harmonically, but mm. not necessarily sonically. Mm. <laughs> That's what kind of comes well, to here, mind. Well, uh, here, getting back to the shoegaze thing for a second, uh, Kinski draws a little bit on that tradition in that there are, it, it's sort of, um, you know, a, a trance like or dreamy feeling to it that sort of goes on for, a, you know, a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, it's not this uh, quick uh, three-minute pop song for radio thing. It's it's trying to subvert that uh, while yeah. still being uh, simple and and catchy, if you like. Yeah. So which which is why I say you know there's a hook in there. It's just very tight, uh-huh. which is uh, which I like. It's it's cool. It's different um, hmm. than all the stuff that I've been listening to. So all right, cool. There you go. Yeah. Oh, it's time for a super fast rural report. Okay, super fast intro. <laughs> All right, uh, we got we're up to six eggs at a uh, in a wow. day now. Two two, uh, two times in a row now. We got six so eggs. So wait, uh, is this like, a common thing where everybody will? It's like a synchronizing menstrual cycles. 
The chickens will notice <laughs> well, that somebody else is laying. We're like, oh, hey, we're, I guess we're laying now. This is the thing that we're doing. Yeah, it kind of, um, they are of similar age. Uh, uh, there, there are two that we got at the same time. Right. And then... Uh, and then three at the same time, and then another three at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, that are that are like each set is like siblings, I believe. Okay. Uh, so so they kind be of. I think it's a little of both. Mm. You know, be, they didn't all start laying at the same time; just ramped up as yeah. each set started. Right. I think. Well, know, just, or, or, yeah. But, so, but it could definitely be a maturity issue that yeah. just it's just natural that it Part, happened. Partly, but you like. Megan put a couple of ceramic eggs in the nesting boxes uh-huh. to kind of encourage them. This is where eggs go, <laughs> right. you know, and the, or okay. this thing is, sure. you know. So, um, you know, it's kind of a little, what do you call that? Um, environment versus uh, nature versus nurture. Right. I guess a little <laughs> bit, yeah. So. Well, did so, she read about this somewhere? Did some did people who keep yeah, chickens yeah, yeah. She, like, hey, she, you can encourage egg laying mm-hmm. by doing these things? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's on uh, some, some uh, forums and. Uh-huh. And uh, subreddits and such. Sure. Such. So. Okay. Well, that sounds like my uh, like my Python groups. You're uh, not Monty Python, but coding. not Monty Python nor <laughs> uh, snake related issues. Yeah. No, no, not herpetology yeah. related. It's uh, literally uh, the Python language, mm-hmm. Python computer language, programming language yeah. that yeah. I am currently learning. I've got a class, um, an online class that is sort of uh, formal, if you like. You know, with an instructor who's teaching you this stuff, uh, and I'm also using uh, an app called Solo Learn um, mm-hmm. that has a, a very long set of tutorials uh, to teach you the basics of of Python. Um, uh-huh. I was going through a period where I was sort of trying to second guess the class and look around, research if there were any better classes that I might, might you know, take to, to get through. And then yeah. um, I started reading uh, some stuff online in forums, which is why these are helpful, um, yeah. that most of them said, you know, even if your class is not the absolute best online class you can get, it's still better for your development to complete the thing and then move on to another thing. Mm-hmm. So rather than try to get you know, to start one thing and then move, jump to another thing that you start and jump to another thing that you start. Finish one course uh, and then you'll have at least some foundation and then you move to, a, you know, another advanced course or mm-hmm. you supplement your learning somewhere. That will that'll speed your development, whereas you can get lost trying to second guess yourself in what would be the best course to take. Yeah. Uh, but I do like the tutorial because it gamifies my my education <laughs> in very satisfying ways. So it'll give me little dings when I answer questions yep. correctly. Sure. And uh, it sends me messages when I log on like, you have reached level five. Like, oh, <laughs> level five. Yeah, yeah. Arbitrarily, they, that means nothing. But it's still kind of satisfying and keeps me motivated to continue. <laughs> yeah, that kind of reminds me of Khan Academy, which I uh, mm. long, long ago was telling you I was going through the math yes. portion of that. And yeah, and all of a sudden, after you complete a, a stage or whatever, you've got ten thousand blah 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 points. Right. And it gives you, you know, something yeah. like, "What do I use these points for fabulous exactly. prizes or what?" No, I don't know what these points are yeah, for, no. but all right, ten thousand. Yeah. It's the old uh, like Reddit, uh, like congratulations on your fake internet points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well done. Uh, yeah, that's a, that can be handy if you're if you're trying to learn a thing. Um, I also mm-hmm. learned about Mathagon this week. 
uh, in a, uh, a Vlogbrothers video, John Green was talking about having gone through some some geometry uh, uh-huh. that he had he'd struggled with in school, and he finally uh, used Mathagon to go through uh, like one or more geometry courses to hmm. to to bring up his understanding of the subject. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Similarly, I, I'm assuming uh, gamified to the point where um, you can you know. It, it's it's more clear uh, yeah. as you go in stages, but um, also you know giving you little dopamine hits on, right. along the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ding! That's good. Yeah. Uh, insert clip of you know if I can find it. Uh, if uh, Hitchhiker's Guide, um, the 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 explanation of shoe shops. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know that one? Yeah. Uh, the of sh- I don't recall. I'm sure. Sh- I think I've heard it, but. So it's literally this is prescient, but it's literally a, a supposed you know future schoolroom where a te- a student is learning through I don't know some kind of online or or computerized uh, teacher uh, like a one on one you know tutorial thing, mm-hmm. and they're going through history you know why uh, the history of shoe shops and why this uh, you know did this to the economy blah blah blah, but every time. Um, the student, the pupil gets a question right. They they get to push the button, and it makes a little noise. <laughs> and it goes, "Oh, it's so nice!" You are living in an exciting go-ahead civilization. Where are you looking? Up. What do you see? The open sky, the stars, an infinite horizon. Correct. You may press the button. Thank you. Oh, that feels nice. Positive. You are living in a stagnant, declining civilization. Where are you looking? Down. What do you see? My shoes. Correct. What do you do to cheer yourself up? Um, press the button. Incorrect. Think again. Your world is a depressing place. You are looking at your shoes. How do you cheer yourself up? I buy a new pair. Correct. Can I press the button? All right. <laughs> so nice. Now, imagine everyone does the same thing. What happens? Everyone feels nice. Ah, forget the button. Concentrate. Everyone buys new shoes. What happens? More shoes. And? More shoe shops. Correct. Can I... No, no. And in order to support all these extra shoe shops, what must happen? Everyone must keep buying shoes. And how is that arranged? Manufacturers dictate more and more different fashions and make shoes so bandy that they either hurt the feet or fall apart. So that... Everyone has to buy more shoes. Until... Until everyone gets fed up with lousy rotten shoes. And then what? Why can't I press the button? And then what? Come on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right. Well, it's uh, almost music time for the little girl, so yeah. we should start wrapping it up here. All right, then. Let's do that thing. If you would like to message us, you can send an email to uh, bros at itsjustcalledtwobrothers.com. And you can tweet at us. And you can tweet at us at IJC2B. <laughs> so should we start the show over? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, welcome to It's Just Called Two Brothers. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Half an hour in. Okay. Uh, I'm James. I have been Marcus. Yeah, okay, then. And, uh, and goodbye, I, everybody. In addition to the Twitter, I I, uh, I blog every day at MarcusHarwell.com. True. And uh, we will see you next week. All right. <laughs> wow. It's been a long time since we waited till the end of the bloody show. Yeah, this. indeed, indeed. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, boy. Um, that's that's supposed I, to be the, the professional thing you do at the start of your show. 
<laughs> introduce your yeah. show and introduce yourself. Yeah, well, <laughs> again, when when so uh, professional <laughs> when Wix or uh, Casper mattresses starts, uh, <laughs> you know, doing some some I mean, sweet sweet juice. I listen to a bunch of unsponsored shows. <laughs> that's that's they're they're really good at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the top of the show. Okay, granted though. They're not usually remote shows. A lot of them are face-to-face. They, they're like, hey, mm. with me in the studio, as always, is so-and-so. Well, I'm <laughs> going to have to start putting that as a, you know, on simple note. Yes. Besides just the title hey, and the first thing on there. introduce your flopping show. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, um, Megan said she, uh, she took six pairs of pants and five shirts off of the little girl. It wasn't easy, she said. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh.